everyone and welcome to the Aaron Youth Podcast, episode 9. So today, I am joined by the one and only Abby Hello. Sedin. <laughs> Hello. Hey. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's great to be here. Travelled far? Yeah, just a couple of flights of stairs. <laughs> Um, so if you didn't know I came um, out of my room for this <laughs> Wow, like, it's been a while um, If you don't know, Abby lives with me and Rosie um, Which is great fun <laughs> Love it You love it, cool So um, to start off this podcast We thought we'd play a game Yes uh, We're going to play a, ca- a classic game uh, Two truths and a lie Yes And obviously guys don't lie because It's a sin Yes. So don't do it. But don't for lie. this game, we're going to lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For this game, lie. Cool. Um, so do you want to go first or should okay. I go first? I'll go first. Mine okay. are a bit boring. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one. Um, I have seen Jay Huss. He's a rapper, if you don't know. Oh, of course I know who Jay Huss <laughs> is. Um, I have seen him three times. Okay. Two. Yeah. I crashed my car two months after passing my test. Or three, I once got on stage at my friend's festival and DJ'd. I think seeing Jay Huss three times, haven't you seen him twice? No, I have seen him three times. So oh. we went and saw him and then he was at Wildlife the two years we went. So that was the truth. That was the truth. Should I say, guess one what more? Would, yeah. Um, what was the second one? I crashed my car two months after passing my test. And then I once got on stage at my friend's festival and DJ'd. Crashing your car? (laughs) Yeah, that's the lie. Yes! (laughs) I knew the DJing one. So what Abby does sometimes is she... No, it was a full DJ set. Yeah, but you DJ at home. (laughs) (laughs) So Abby will... It'll be in the kitchen. I'll put a banger on the Sonos. And basically Abby will like set up on the little island that we've got and just pretend to do a DJ set. <laughs> it's like hilarious. Yeah. Um, so really I knew funny. that that one would have been true. Yeah, it was so funny. It was in her back garden, her oh, festival. Wicked. We should have um, one here. Yeah, but she had like an, like acres of All right. And we all camped. <laughs> Can't help. So, yeah. Can't help it that I don't have acres. When, we've, when the summer house goes, we'll yeah. throw on a proper DJ set. Cool, can't wait. So, should I do mine? Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> I once got basketball coaching from a pro basketball player. I once had a fear of buttons. <laughs> when I was in primary school, I once performed a gymnastics show at a local secondary school. Oh my gosh. Okay, the basketball one, I feel like you might have just said because we've been watching the Michael Jordan documentary. <laughs> I want to be like Mike. I want to be like Mike. <laughs> no. The buttons one, I feel like you probably still have a fear of buttons because you've got weird fears. Um, and what was the third one? Oh, the gymnastics. <laughs> um, I think the first one's a lie. I once got... Basketball coaching from a pro basketball player. Yeah. That is, in fact, a truth. Is it? <laughs> he played for Brighton Bears, I think. Oh, wild. They don't exist anymore. They were that good. <laughs> a pro. Um, the, oh, I but, think the... I don't know, though. But saying that, Dennis Rodman, who's in The Last Dance, he played for Brighton Bears. Oh, wow. Knowledge. Is he the one with the funny hair? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen you with a button, so I don't know your reaction. <laughs> um, I think the buttons is a lie. 
I feel like you would have performed a gymnastics performance to a secondary school. The buttons is true. Is it? I once had a horrendous <laughs> fear of buttons. What, just like... I would not touch them. None of my clothing had buttons. What, you just couldn't do up buttons, like on a shirt? Oh, if the... Yeah, it creeped That's... me out, I couldn't touch them. Why? Just think they're dirty. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I literally couldn't even... There are, there's worse things than buttons. Button. Yeah, like spiders. <laughs> you know, the normal things. The normal things. things to be afraid of. Um, but now I'm not scared of buttons because my jeans have buttons and my shirts have buttons. Um, <laughs> Could so, you yeah. imagine every time you do it, I'll be shut like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm healed from that affliction now. Oh, so amazing. it's all good. So um, you didn't perform. So the lie was um, I once performed a gymnastics show at local secondary school. I was supposed to, but I had concussion, so I couldn't. Oh, wild. <laughs> From the basketball training. Yeah, just, yeah the ball, bang, bang, right in the head. Um, so that was fun. That was fun. It was new little, it's a little bit about us. New little feature. New little feature. Um, so, Abby, I've got some questions for you. You fire away. Um, some are heavy because oh, I like deep questions. Um, but then some are chill um, and just kind of, yeah, nice questions. Okay. So uh, let's start off with a chill one. Okay. Um, so you obviously grew up in youth. You've yes. been to youth. Yes. So, and I'm not going to be offended if you don't <laughs> say it's me, but who is your favourite youth leader? Because I think some people like, they like to know these things, especially yeah. when you know the same people that they know. Some young people might oh, be like... Yeah. Who's your favourite youth leader? Okay. <laughs> well. If you don't say me, I'm uh, looking out. <laughs> you're kicked out. I'm out if I don't say you. No, I'm joking. Well, you weren't my youth youth leader at the beginning of my journey in youth. I can't really remember who was. I don't know who was my proper first one. Pippa Harson? Yeah, I think Pippa and Pippa. Andy, mum and dad. Um, the first youth leader who I really got like connected and got on with was Holly yeah because she was just well she still is she's just the kindest person and she's so easy to chat to and um I remember on the first year we went to South Fiverr it was just me and Poppy who went from our group and we went with Millie and a few of her friends so we were quite young um and I remember if you've been to Soul Survivor, you know what I mean when they start going a bit like crazy and everyone starts shouting and crying and screaming <laughs> and you're just sitting in the tent like, um, I don't know what's going on. And I didn't really, I'd never been to anything like that before or experienced that. And I remember being a little bit like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And Holly just came and sat with me and just cuddled me and it was just oh. so cute. And she's just, yeah, she was the best. And from then on, it's always been Holly's hotties. That's what we've been. But obviously, Mikey, he was a really good youth leader. Yeah. Loved it. But yeah, I would probably say Holly. Cool. Holly shout was, out to Holly shout Young. Shout out to Holly Young, my faves and my babes. Cool. I'm and also, she bought us Rocky Road yesterday. Yeah. So that was really yummy. Yeah. I'm just going to cry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, Off joking. camera, Mikey's going to be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have said me. Um, it's all right. No, I'm pretty secure. That's good. <laughs> cool. Um, so. Where did you grow up and, like, who was at home when you were younger? What was home life like? Because I don't think... I mean, it's not really stuff that you always talk about, like, yeah. home life and growing up. So, yeah, give us a bit Okay. Deets. Sorry. 
I grew up in um, like Rustington area um, and I lived with my mum, Shad Trish, the absolute legend that is Trish, um, and my two brothers who are both older than me, um, like 10, 10 years and then I don't, the other one's like 12 years older <laughs> than me. So we've got quite a big age gap. Um, what was the rest of the question? <laughs> <laughs> and like, what was... What was life it like? like at home when you were younger? So life at home, I loved my childhood. It was great. I loved living with my brothers. Um, I was definitely um, really gullible as a child with my brothers. What do you mean as a child? I still am now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was, I've always, I always try to please people and I definitely feel like I still do that now. I try and please everyone and I can tell I did that from when I was younger because if your older siblings didn't do this to you, then they didn't do it right. But whenever we would finish eating, my brothers would always say, oh, first one to take my plate out is the winner. And because I was so gullible and so nice, I would always take the plates out. I didn't win anything ever. And like, you'd think I'd learn, but yeah. that went on for a long period of my life. I'm going to try that out later. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do it. <laughs> like, what do I win? Um, but then... It's always been me and my mum for a long time and um, we've, yeah, we've got a really close bond, which is great. Um, I, did, I didn't live with my dad, so I used to see him um, off like every couple of days a week. But I think once you get older, you start figuring out for yourself what you really want and life just gets busy. Mm. You just, and sometimes your priorities can shift. And that's not a bad thing at all. I don't think anyone should be made to feel guilty if, say, their, their mum or their dad isn't someone that they want to be interacting with in their life. I think that's fine. Um, you you do you and just figure it all out for yourself. Um, but I loved life growing up. And I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, my mum and my brothers aren't religious at all, so I never knew anything about faith, really. Um, which, again, I think is also fine. You don't need to be from a massive Christian family to have a strong faith or anything like that but I'm lucky that my family supports it and would never hold me back at all and like as much as mum doesn't believe in it she still came to my baptism like she still supports everything and yeah supports my job because obviously I work with the church and it's great I couldn't have asked for a, for a better family <laughs> love them that's really cool <laughs> I think it's like cool because um I think most I think it's easy to presume that if you're like a leader in youth or, mm. you know, you're in church and doing stuff to presume like, oh, you've always grown up with it. It's something you've yeah. always known. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Like when you're like, you know, it's, that's not been the case. It's something that I've been introduced into and I've um, like been on a journey with it. Yeah. Um, because it kind of m lots more people can identify with that mm. rather than yeah, definitely. just growing up in a, you know, a Christian household where you've always gone to church. Um, which is great as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, like, it's cool when that's not necessarily been the case because, yeah, more people will be like, oh, wow, I identify with Yeah, that. it's more relatable. Yeah. Well, it can be, but yeah. Yeah. That's that's my life. That's great. That's so cool. <laughs> um, so fast forward to like being a teenager. Um, oh, obviously, <laughs> teenage years are like crazy for everyone. Yes. Like in so many ways. Um, like I find primary school and like younger it's easy yeah you just definitely. do whatever yeah but then as soon as you get to teenage years you're 
more self-aware, you're trying to discover who you are, you're thinking about your looks, um, there's like the relationship stuff, There's then there's like faith, if that mm-hmm. comes up, so, and obviously it's trying to achieve at school, mm-hmm. so what was in a, not a summary, but in a shorter thing, because we could talk about this for the whole yeah. thing, like what, what was it like for you, what was life like for you as a teenager in school and everything else? Okay gosh that feels like such a long time ago I'm like not even that old you're so old I'm so old um school wow TLA what what a time to be alive um I can't remember when how old would I was I when I first came into youth I don't know how old are you like 13 did you just go I think it was in yeah Yeah, like year eight or nine yeah it would have been year nine year nine Year nine, yeah I feel like year seven and eight is a bit of a blur. You you do not know what you're doing. And if I'm honest, those are the years that you just kind of mess around. Yeah. And and it's kind of okay <laughs> to mess around. You're not tested on anything. Yeah, don't don't take that advice. But I remember I remember in year seven, we were the last year to um start in the old building. So year seven was a year that was very odd because obviously the whole entire school was changing. Um, and then year eight and so forth we were in the new building Um, I think I really enjoyed being a teenager I actually loved it Um, now I look at teenagers and go you are disgusting (laughs) like grow up (laughs) all of you young people that's what I would think (laughs) (laughs) probably not but (laughs) but um, uh, I really enjoyed it Um, what was the rest of the question like what was life like? like life was great life was so fun life was fun when it got to year 9 10 and 11 when we'd established our group so like my girls the five of us um we'd kind of established being together and we had like a wider group as well we were quite a big group and we still actually all talk to this day which is really great and we've got a combination of the boys and the girls and it's actually really nice when you're a teenager to experiment with friends if that makes sense like you will not you it's good to go go and like see who's who's going to be like a good friend and you've just got to test that out that's a great time to test it out because you're a teenager and like you're in school every day so you're going to see each other but then I feel like once you get to year 10 and 11 it's great to have your group of solid friends established and it really tests when you leave school and go off to college sixth form or whatever you're doing who stays in contact and who you've got that relationship with um I loved it like I really do miss going to school now like as much as as much as people who are in school I mean, not now, but, you know, who are in school are like, oh, I just want to get out into the real world. (laughs) Trust me, it's it's (laughs) really hard. (laughs) It's really hard. Um, So I just say to anyone, like, appreciate your teenage years because I am literally 20. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, out of teenage years, I get, "Mm, yeah, but I'm still young. Um, I just think it's great. Like, being a teenager is really fun, but just don't be a annoying teenager yeah hear that guys like like i if i could go back to being a teenager now and all the things that like church shares and like youth puts on i would just share it because i know that it can be a bit embarrassing to share things that church are doing or that youth are doing or whatever but i think it's really important because it it i don't know i don't really know how to say it but 
it shows your faith, I yeah. guess, and shows your yeah, and it shows that side of you. And I know it can be embarrassing because it it was a little bit funny for us. And I remember the first year we went to South Survivor and Big Church Day out. And like tagging it was a bit like, yeah. oh, I'm tagging something to do with church. Yeah. And like I'm putting things on my story that are Christian. I think it's great. You've just got to do it. And yeah, that's one thing I would do differently if I was a teenager, for sure. Yeah, it's like, it's like showing that you're fully in. Yeah. Like you're not nervous yeah, about don't, being... Yeah, don't be scared. It's not like you've got a toe in. You're like full in. This is what it's about. Yeah. And like I said, you will, some of those people in school, you'll probably never, ever see again. Mm. And yeah, it's, you know, it's cool. That's good. Um, and kind of off the back of that, this is like really deep and I've really not prepped Gosh. on that. Um, but like, was there anything at school that like, that you found really difficult? Like, was there anything, not, not I'm not necessarily thinking of lessons, like, you know, how you view yourself, how you, how, you know, mental health or stuff like that. Mm. Was there anything that was really challenging, but you've kind of, where you are now you've seen that you've kind of grown and that thing isn't as much of a thing that it was mm. so <laughs> if you knew poppy and i in year 11 you like we were we were awful <laughs> like so poppy and i were really like especially especially me i would say we really cared about our opinion appearance and that's just normal like you're 16 15 16 going to your first parties and stuff and you're going into school and there's probably a boy that you fancy <laughs> or, or a girl whatever um and you do really care about your appearance and i remember this is so embarrassing to say that <laughs> but so we would usually walk to school um from poppy's house um but sometimes tim would give us a lift and we, we would, Poppy would, Poppy or me would bring straighteners in our bags to school. And before, or in tutor, we had a really tight connection with our drama teacher. We would go into the drama rooms and straighten our hair. No way. Yeah, we used to do it at break and at lunch. What it was that? Awful. That is awful. It was awful because we cared so much about our appearance and like, one bit of hair couldn't not be straight or we and we'd bring like makeup in like that's like normal to bring yeah. a bit of makeup in but yeah we used to go straight in our hair and I'm so embarrassed about it now because obviously now I don't care I've definitely grown a sense of um looks and appearance wise where you it's really hard but you do have to just accept that mm. your body you're in and what you have um and it, it really makes you more confident, like, going places without makeup and maybe your hair done. Like, I remember the first week I started at Wickbourne, I really tried to make myself look, obviously because I didn't want to come in looking horrible, but for the first few months I really tried with how I looked. Um, and I am, like, sitting on the desk. I don't want people to <laughs> sort of come in and go, oh, God, look at what that behind that? the desk. Yeah. <laughs> God, what have they dragged in? Um, and I just want to point out, I did actually win the uh, Glamorous Hollywood Award oh, for, um, <laughs> for Wickbourne, but besides the, besides the point. But after a while, I was like, do you know what? No one is going to care if I come in without my makeup done. Um, and I remember coming in, like, the first day, and I didn't have any makeup on. And I just got so many nice things said. They were like, oh, you look really lovely without makeup on. But obviously, I'm not saying don't ever wear makeup. It's horrible. I think it's great to put put it on. And I would put it on just to 
because I felt feel like it. But definitely in school, I cared way too much about what I looked like and I should have been focusing on other things. I'm not saying I didn't do well in my exams because <laughs> I did, but I did not need that <laughs> that pressure at mm. all. But you le- that is a thing that you learn as you grow up. It's very hard to tell, tell a younger person that, I think. You will just learn it. Um, and it's quite nice like, having people in church that... Um, like, there's people like like Becky Burr and like even like Rosie, they don't wear makeup all the time and they, they look great. They look amazing. And I think it's just so nice to look at those people and go, oh, you look great. I want to I wanna have that type of confidence and energy. So, yeah, appearance is definitely a biggie. That's cool. Yeah, I'm wearing less makeup now as well. Oh, wow, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Less, not putting my eyelashes on as no. well. Just... and my purple eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey said I had purple eyebrows the other it day. It was the light. It was the light. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, it was. Um, so, what... No, let's go... When did you discover faith? And, like, what impact did it have on your, like, relationships with people, like your mum, mm. um, who didn't? Mm. So, like, the first part is, when, when did you discover faith? And then what impact did that have on your life when... Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously I didn't grow up in a Christian home, um, so I didn't have, have anything like that going on in my life. I just, I don't know, I just always thought there was something, but I I never explored it. I just didn't, I didn't think about doing it. Um, and then I met Poppy, she's making quite a few features in this, but shout out to Poppy. Um, I met Poppy in a year eight science lesson and like, Poppy is exactly the same as she was in school, like, (laughs) that she is now, like, loud and really grabs the room. Do you know what I mean? And um, so she walked in late, I think, and she just, we just got sat next to each other and we'd never met. And um, we were just, we were just doing our science stuff and then... like I hadn't we had our phones out don't get your phones out in lessons kids (laughs) focus but um I remember she took my phone and she posted something on my twitter like some ugly t-shirt like selling this guy's uh, dm me for for info on it and I was like what is this girl doing (laughs) just taking my phone and guided from that moment on we just became really good friends and um she invited me round on a saturday um, for like a sleepover or something um and in the morning this was before poppy was 18 so she was going to church every week um and she was like oh i've got church in the morning is that all right you would just want to come and i was like oh yeah that's fine and i um i i don't really know what it is anyway and i remember it was so funny because i didn't even know where it was so I remember getting up, getting ready, getting in the car to go to church. And then, oh, I was back at school. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's happened here? Are we go- is this a prank? Are we going in for a lesson? Like, what is going on? Um, and I don't, I don't fully remember that church service. Um, but I just remember it like, it's just great. It was amazing. And it was a really happy place. And I'm pretty sure it was... It was before we'd broken up for school, but it was kind of, I want to say it was near like the Soul Survivor time because I remember us going and then after that, we I just kind of started going a little bit more because um, Beth and Joanna came um, every now and then. They were at a different church, but they used to come every now and then and Molly. 
Um, and we all just started going and like Max went and obviously I didn't really, yeah. I didn't really know that that's what Max did, which was a bit of, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you came here and whatever. So we started coming to church. Um, and then I remember when you go on your family holiday, obviously you all went. And I remember saying to myself, Do you know what, I think I should just go on my yeah. own. Um, and I remember going and I took a picture and sent it to Poffy and I went, I'm here, like without you. I just stood at the back. <laughs> I didn't talk to anyone. But I remember like that part of me was like, this definitely means I should be here. Um, and I just felt like that, like God was saying to me then and there, like this is, this is a home. This is a place for you to be. Um, and from then on, it's, it's just been up. Like we went to Soul Survivor. Um, it was great. And then ever since, like, that's just what's, it's just life now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think that is how the whole journey starts. And I'm still on a journey with faith, 100%. There's still things that I question every day. And I know there's people definitely my age and in our life pod group that we question it every day. We like, there's just things that, yeah, you'll never know the answers to, but. Yeah, you never stop the journey. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm 27 and I'm still on the journey I've been yeah. in church like most of my life yeah. so yeah and it's great it's, that's what's great about it as well that it's it there's never really a finishing line yeah. you just you just keep going and um and you pick up so much stuff on the way and you, like people on the way and you meet all these great people that really influence um more of your faith so yeah that's my journey what, what was it like when your mum, so you said you're like your 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 mum's chill yeah, with it. Like your yeah. mum, like you know, she's not into it, but she's happy for you to just yeah. go for it in it. So, what was your mum's reaction when you started going to church? Um, I don't. Do you know? I don't really remember her initial reaction. I think she was just a bit like, "Oh, okay, that that's fine. If you, if you want to do that, I'm not gonna." She's always said that. If you want to do that, I'm not gonna stop you. I will help you. Um, and I'm, I'm here um but I she really I think she loved it because of the friends I made through yeah. it like obviously like my girls I would not be where I am God's today God. yeah don't tell them I said that <laughs> <laughs> but, that, I actually, that I actually like them <laughs> um but I think that really because obviously when you're a teenager, there are quite a few um, paths you can go down. Obviously, there's some paths that are worse than others. And there's a like where we grew up, there was a lot of trouble and things like that. And I think she was just happy that I was going to somewhere that's really like lovely, I yeah, guess. Wholesome. <laughs> yeah, wholesome. Um, and yeah, she's she's been chill with it ever since. And asks ask me things she if I wanted her to come to something she would um but I would never force on her to do that that's her choice yeah. and that's absolutely fine with me I don't our relationship hasn't changed at all and I'm very lucky for that because I know there's obviously people who don't have that type of stuff but yeah and then in terms of relationships at school um we got the odd bible basher comment every Classic. now and then yeah and um but the but when uh, it's really hard because i think people expected us to be really prim and proper and mm. like no all the time <laughs> <laughs> with a halo around your head yeah with a halo around your head but we were just normal teenagers just with that belief as well and it it is in it's your life 
but also being a teenager you obviously do want to fit in and things like that um but I just yeah we just had our like we would take over the orcs lead at a party and put on a Hillsong Young and Free song because it was funny not because we were trying to be annoying but it's like look this is funny this is what yeah this is what we do we don't care about what any of you are gonna say because it, it doesn't matter this is fun this is our life so anyone who in, in blue anyone in school who has a problem with it or bullies you about it or whatever just cut them out even if they're a friend just cut them you do not need that negative energy in your life and you will find you'll find people who are so much better than that and I know the youth guys have an amazing group of friends they are so great um and yeah you'll you'll find you'll find people in exactly the same boat as you so I wouldn't worry yeah and I you know I know a lot of your group through being around poppy a lot and being around the family and being around you guys and like you know they've come to church a few times do you know what i mean like they've seen that you're normal they've yeah. they've re- they relate to you anyway because yeah. you know you're friends and everything but you're not like crazy different just because you're a christian you're yeah. not you're a normal person who has a faith in something and then that's what makes you still relatable mm. where they can come to church or big church day out like yeah, those guys lo- that lots all of come people and, come yeah um you know they've all been to like the parties and stuff that you've been at and and they know what you're about you've never shied away from yeah, it yeah yeah and you know whenever like whenever I see some of them that I know because they've come to youth and everything they're always asking about it because they've just seen that people have been yeah. open and that's who they are yeah which is really good. no need to be shy about it at all I think that's the best way just be confident yeah just yeah confidence is key as they say yeah love that um <laughs> So, this next question could go either way. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so, what was the naughtiest thing <laughs> that you did in you? Oh. Or maybe not the naughtiest thing if you can't say it. <laughs> what was, like, the worst thing that you did in youth? Um, either when I was there or, who, you know, before when Pippa was there. It was probably when I was there. Yeah, I, I, feel I was like, never naughty in front of yeah, Pippa. I, I was like... Like I was never naughty in front of Pippa and Andy because they were they were and still are mum and dad. Yeah. But like they just are the camp parents. And then like Ben I wasn't naughty in front of because like I have told Ben this, but I was like, I was a bit scared of you. <laughs> and obviously like now Ben's my manager, so yeah. it's like really but um naughtiest thing in youth. Oh well, yeah, Poppy Poppy and I used to try and put Mikey off his talks if he was <laughs> chatting like we do like naughty things, which I wouldn't recommend. Very naughty Very things. Very naughty <laughs> things, just to catch your eye, just to make sure you're still on track. So I have to put other young people in front of them so I didn't see them. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other naughty things? We would... Um, so when you were at Soul Survivor, obviously you'd all stay in tents. Um, and I remember it was like me... Obviously like me and Poppy, Joanna, Beth... Molly, we were all in a tent and then it was the boys and it was usually Max, um, Smith, Sam Hills, Ryan um, and maybe like a few other boys like Joe Cooper came one year and I just remember us being so loud and annoying at night like we'd go all the time (laughs) or we would throw eggs 
everywhere and there'd be like eggshells on the campsite in the morning. Um, we squirted salad cream and mayonnaise around their tent because oh so gosh. it would smell. Um, and as a group, we would go into <laughs> rewind. <laughs> if, that if was the were, place to be. If you were down with the cool kids, rewind and whatever it was called, blueprint. Blueprint, oh, the blueprint. Um, that was the place to be at Soul Survivor. And we would go and let stink bombs off in there um, just to like clear it out, which was really funny. <laughs> so that's why Soul Survivor isn't happening <laughs> so anymore. Survivor because <laughs> of all the things that these guys did at Soul Survivor. <laughs> it was just like naughty little things but never anything too big or like me and poppy like once really got on mikey's nerves in a talk and he really told us off and separated us <laughs> and like <laughs> about that now that's hilarious that, yeah but like at the time i was like all right <laughs> and he proper got angry and i was like all right then god <laughs> won't, won't stand with poppy anymore then but um it doesn't happen often but when it does it whoa <laughs> <laughs> stun or just things just oh and like Joanna's note to Mikey about Molly like that that's really funny but like oh if, if you, you didn't know yeah. <laughs> Joanna well we say it's we think it's Joanna but Molly could have wrote this note um Molly wrote a note to Mikey saying like she was in love with him and like like really liked him basically I basically like <laughs> just got the job as youth leader and ben, we like, ben, right. ben was in charge of this soul survivor so i went to like learn the ropes of how aaron did stuff at soul and yeah it was my introduction to most of the girls like i don't think i knew molly <laughs> at, at all. all i knew i knew abby um but i didn't really know molly and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) left it under his pillow or something it was so weird but yeah and to this day it is still a joke yeah but molly fancies mikey and obviously they do kick start together (laughs) and oh it's just so funny but we never did anything really naughty we're not zach and jacob naughty who are like the naughtiest people yeah, Zach, and, Zach and Jacob if you're if you're listening I know what you guys have done <laughs> yeah we know now we know we know um cool and then the final question really is how has being in youth impacted you as you've got older so how has you know going to fuel um being involved because you like I've you without like you know bigging you up too much because <sighs> I'm I w- ready because <laughs> I'll regret it you well, one of the people that, you know, I mean, a lot of your group were really consistent in going to youth. Yeah. But you kept coming to youth and then you moved away to, where'd you go? Pompey. Pompey, Portsmouth. Haven't. And then, <laughs> haven't. Um, and then you still, like, came back to youth. And I offered to pay for your fuel. You like, did. that's how kind I am. You but did. you still came back to youth even though you moved away. Yes. Um, so you obviously saw that there was value in yes. going to youth. Um, so how, how was how's that just impacted your life wow i've got a house now yeah <laughs> that's how it's impacted my life got a house got a house um no <laughs> how's it impacted my life it's an interesting question um i think i feel like it really has changed my life in more ways that i think i could word if you see what i mean i would not have the life i have if i didn't go to youth um yeah so i moved away uh when I was about just after prom so 16 I think we were there so four years I lived away um which was which was fine actually I actually worked in my benefit school-wise uh college-wise mm. so I came out with 
pretty good grades, I'm not going to lie. Concentration right. is key. <laughs> um, but I met, yeah. And a bit, another big shout out to Trish. She used to drive me down on a Wednesday. This was before I could drive. And then she'd wait and come and pick me up again. What a legend. So that was a, amazing from Trish. Um, I think I just prioritise youth because I just... It, I don't know how to say, but it it just should be a priority, if that makes sense. If you're in youth now, don't ever skip it, because everything I have learned about life, um, about relationships, about money, about all, all those topics that you think can be really lame, I've learned that from youth, and I now feel really equipped in life, um, which I know sounds like a bit lame, but also, it's not lame. It's mm. really cool. Um, I've not paid Abby to say it, by the way. <laughs> Lower your rent this month <laughs> if you say all these things about you. Um, I promise I'm not talking about that. It's impacted me because now I I love working with youth and I, I love working with young people now. Um, and I would not have ever looked at that if I didn't come to youth and I didn't experience what it's like to grow up in a youth group. And there's, def- there's definitely times where going to youth was like, oh, I've got youth tonight. Oh, it goes, you know, it's a bit annoying. But I never, ever regretted going. I would always regret if I didn't go. Mm. I'd, feel re- I'd feel really guilty if I didn't go to, any- if I didn't go to things that were youth. Um, and I know it's really hard, like, you're coming into that age where... You know, like I said, you got like your first house parties on like a Friday night and you got, you know, Caribbean twist, it's <laughs> going wild. Um, but I would really always say put it as a priority because like I said, I feel like I would, I would definitely not have the life I have now. I wouldn't have the job I have without youth because I feel like I've got so much experience from it. I would, I'm a youth leader because of youth, like that's, made me into who I am and it really helped with um school and I remember it would get to a Wednesday and we've got our group chat and we'd all we would all be so excited you know who's 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 picking who up like (laughs) what are we gonna do before are we gonna go and like get a tea or something do you know what I mean and it was yeah I wouldn't have the friends I have um I have really close relationships with um like obviously like Max Sam, Ryan, people like that. I would not have those relationships if I didn't have youth. And also like the leaders, like Holly started off as a leader to me, but now now I call her like a really close friend. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, there's so, so many things that wouldn't happen if I didn't go to youth. And now I love, love coming to youth um, as a leader and seeing all these young people in front of me and I'm just like you you're gonna have such a great time like and you're gonna really thrive in this environment and yeah it's just great love youth it's so great peace Aaron out youth. Come peace on. Aaron youth <laughs> cool well thank you Abby that's all the questions oh brilliant you smashed it that's you so can great. go and have some lunch have some lunch and Sunday. yeah we bought a paddling pool and it was a tenner it's the best thing ever yeah obviously I'm so excited I'm so excited <laughs> it's gonna be great yeah cool <laughs> well thank you uh, could you pray for us yes is that right <laughs> yeah who starts it off with hi god is it Lucy <laughs> yeah I, I love, love that. it I so love it good. hi god okay um I'm gonna pray cool if everyone's ready <laughs> um Yeah, Father God, I just want to thank um, everyone who's listening, um, because, I'm not going to lie, I think you did a pretty good job. (laughs) 
No. Um, I just want to thank you for uh, all the young people who are in youth today. Um, and I just want you to continue um, blessing them and um, speaking your word over them, God, because right now um, the youth are probably feeling really lost um, and quite disconnected. And I just want you to make sure they feel your presence in their everyday lives, whatever they're doing right now. Um, and I just want, want them to feel that and um, just keep keep praising you God and um yeah just really want want that to be something that they know and I also want to thank um thank you for Mikey um he's great he's doing a really good job he's smashing it with youth um he didn't pay me to say this either um but yeah just want to thank thank you for everyone and it's great yeah Amen. Amen. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much, Abby. You're so welcome. Um, Love you, Aaron Youth. And thanks, guys, for listening. And um, we're going to take uh, a break next week because it's half term. We're going to come up with some more ideas for after half term. Um, and then we'll be back with episode 10 of the Aaron Youth podcast after half term. So You should do something wild for episode 10. Yeah. Maybe you should get them to send some questions in. Yeah. Or, something. Or we just do a DJ set. if you you want a dj set we could even video it yeah me with my yeah that'd be great and you can just yeah you know send in your song requests um it's gonna be wild just so you know cool so (laughs) thank you guys i i hope you're buzzing for episode 10 now um (laughs) but enjoy this one um have a great rest of your week have a great weekend um join in for church um on youtube 10:30 join us then and have a great half term and i'm sure we'll catch up with you soon can't wait cool bye Bye. guys